A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, lie back, relax back, get into whatever position suits you best as you go on this journey with us as we have a calm conversation about the mundane so that you can just drift off and hopefully find your way to sleep. I am uh, your host and grateful to have you here, Marco Timpano. I'm Amanda Barker as I remove an earring from my ear because my head is gently on a pillow right now. That's right. We're actually lying on a bed. Because we're in a hotel room in Ottawa, and I swear I thought today was Tuesday and not Wednesday. All day you thought it. Yeah. At five o'clock. Yeah, and I know that we release our episodes on Wednesdays, and we had to come to Ottawa, which, Ottawa, which is a four four hour plus drive from really Toronto. closer to five hours. Closer to four and you, a half. Yeah, sure. When you stop and grab a coffee or yeah. use the washroom or whatever, it can it can. It can be longer than you expect. Mm-hmm. And so now we're in the hotel. And it's actually Thursday because where we're recording, it's 12, 12, 12. And uh, it was very quiet. And then once I set up the microphone and you were ready to record, the fan started blowing. And of course, there's no way for me to shut off the fan. I've tried many ways. So if you hear a fan in the background, just know it's a fan in a hotel and consider it ASMR. And, and know that we're your fan. Yeah, we are your fans. Thank Truly. you. Thank you for listening. There's there's now there's so many sleep podcasts people can listen to, Amanda, and I'm so grateful to the people who enjoy ours. Of course we don't read stories, we just have a conversation and for some people that's what they need. But we're um proud to be part of that community as well. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never knock another sleep podcast because I know how important sleep is. Mm-hmm. And clearly when I think today is Wednesday, and I uh, think today is Tuesday and not Wednesday. We uh, need sleep. We need sleep. But we're in the capital, Ottawa, which is a city we both enjoy. It's true. We really do love the city. Yeah. If you're in Ottawa, you have a great city. It's pretty, and there's things to do, and the food here is fantastic. And, you know, there's so many museums to see. I stumbled on a museum last time we were here. Oh, yeah? I was walking. I don't know. that You told me this. I don't think I did. I took a picture, and I and and I don't even know if I showed it to you. But I was walking from where we are, which mm-hmm. is we're in the center downtown, mm-hmm. and I was walking to an area called the Glebe. Okay, G L E B E, which is a which is a neat name, and it's just a it's a funky part of Ottawa that has cool shops, restaurants, cafes, and it's just outside the city center. So it's kind of like. 
that area is called the Glebe. Right. It has a history. I looked it up. I couldn't remember to tell you the truth. Why it's called the Glebe? It's such a memorable name. I know. And I looked it up. And unfortunately, the story behind it isn't as memorable as the name, at least not for me. So Hmm. I'll have to look it up and maybe next week I can talk about that. Uh, But because we're on a bed right now trying to make sure that the microphone doesn't fall. Um, Amanda's actually laying on a pillow and I was like, is there any way I can prop your head up so that you're closer to the mic? And you're like, no, I'm laying on a pillow. And that's just the way it's going to be. I've had a tense, uh, sort of sore shoulder. So actually laying like this stretches it out. It feels really great. And you just came back from the sauna here at the hotel. This hotel doesn't have a pool, but what it lacks in pool, it makes up for in sauna. So tell me what makes this sauna so great, because you came back and said the sauna is excellent. You know, it's interesting. Saunas are interesting in any event. I Usually a sauna in a hotel is sort of a little offshoot by the pool, a forgotten little place where people just go to dry off. Sure. You know, from a pool for 10 minutes or something. And that's great to have. But what's interesting about this sauna is that it's kind of an event because it's downstairs and it's there's two saunas. There's a male and a female sauna. Um, so gender saunas. And, uh, and there's a little shower. It's like a room that is a sort of extended bathroom, like a gym bathroom. Sure. With a shower and a, and a washroom. And then a sauna as part of that. And the sauna is actually quite big. It was completely empty. And it, it heated up really wonderfully. So I, I did some stretching in there just to, like I said, release my shoulder. And there's something really lovely about just going to a sauna. And that's your sole purpose. It's not... An afterthought after doing some laps in a pool or something. Right, right. Where the mission is the sauna, not the after. Right. Afterthought, sure. It kind of had me thinking, like, should we build a sauna and have a sauna? I mean, that would Either in our house or up up north? I don't know if we have room where we live in the city, but certainly it's we have got room for thought. At the very least, I remember my first sauna I ever went to. Oh, really? Yeah. So... I'm very fortunate because my high school would do trips, educational trips, I guess you could call it, educational in brackets, but trips to certain parts of the world that were really cool and awesome. Mm -hmm. And so when the year before I went on the trip, they went to Egypt. Mm -hmm. And my friend, my good friend, Loretto, went to Egypt on that trip. And it was life-changing for him. Oh, what? Really? Yeah. I'm pretty certain. And and both Loretto and I are two people who love to travel. So I can't help but think um, offering trips like this to students is such a great way to get them to learn about the world. Mm -hmm. And the fan just went off. Did you see that? Well, I didn't see it, but I I experienced it. Yeah, well, thank you, fan, for going off a good one-third into our podcast. Knock on sauna wood. Yeah. Um, so we, so the fall after the, I, I wish I had gone on the Egypt trip, but I didn't, I don't know why. And at that point I wasn't good friends with Loretto, Mm -hmm. but it was the following year that I became friends with Loretto and he's like, there's a trip to Russia. We should go. So we're like, okay, we're going to do it. So picture us, I think we were 17, 16 or 17 Mm -hmm. and we're heading to Russia, but Russia. How did you get money? Did you guys have to fundraise or? I don't remember. I think. 
I don't remember perhaps. And, um, uh, so we, because Russia is a distant trip Mm -hmm. from, from, from Toronto, there was a stopover in Sweden in Stockholm. So we stopped in Stockholm. Mm -hmm. And of course, um, Scandinavians are known for saunas Mm -hmm. and the saunas they build and the fact that they, I don't know if sauna is the term for when you use a sauna. Do you know what the term is? Like saunaing? Yeah, like like you know, we like to bathe, or we like to sauna, or we like to swim. It's true. I, it may be the verb as well in English. I don't know about in other languages. I got in trouble because I was saying cottaging for going up to the cottage, and that's not the term in England that you use. Oh, really? Yeah. Me and Bondo, me and Chris Bond, our friend, were talking about cottaging this, cottaging that, and then I got a listener who who reached out to us and said they were laughing throughout the whole ep- episode because cottaging is a is a Something that happens that is kind of sexual. So I won't go more into detail. <laughs> if you want to know, you can look into that. The most wholesome conversation. Yeah. yeah. So um we had a sauna in our hotel and we were all very excited. Mm-hmm. So a bunch of us went down to use the sauna. Mm-hmm. Well, little did we know to our 17-year-old, and this was a gender non-specific sauna so both genders could use the, the sauna mm-hmm. we were in there enjoying the sauna all these like you know teenage high school students and then all of a sudden a bunch of swedes came in completely naked amazing and <laughs> we were all scandalized and were you or were you we were i mean the, the certainly the girls were uh-huh. uh because there was a couple of men that came in and so they quickly you know got out of the sauna Oh my goodness. And so that was my first sauna experience, but it was a wonderful sauna in Sweden that That's we got to use. the first time you were ever in a sauna? Yeah. Wow. I was 17. Why? How old were you when you first went into a sauna? Like or what eight? was your first? Really? Yeah, because growing up, we'd stay in hotels that always had them. Like I said, they were always a sauna next to the pool. Sure. So like a Ramada or right. whatever, Sheridan, whatever. You know, as a kid, you go to the hotel pool and then you run into the sauna for like five minutes and mm-hmm. then leave. I remember when we worked on a cruise ship, you said the sauna was amazing. Your sauna was amazing. Ours wasn't so I forgot amazing. about that. Yeah, the the sauna on the cruise ship was spectacular because one wall was all windows. So there was a spa on the ship that anyone could use. And, you know, they had spa services they do on any cruise ship, but the sauna specifically was all windows. And so you would see whatever port or body of water, wherever you were, right? Because you're always moving. And so I uh, became quite accustomed to going on our port day. So the day that in the morning, everybody gets off the ship and then there's a, an hour or two window, and then everyone starts to come on to the ship. And, you know, they're cleaning the rooms and all that. And um, people don't really, they might explore it in that they're wandering around the ship and opening doors and looking into rooms. But it was pretty rare that they'd go so deep into the spa that they'd go in the back and find the sauna. Every now and then they would, but... They're still figuring out where to go on the ship. Yeah, they're looking for the restaurants and things like that, which is pretty normal. But what they wouldn't do is, you know, put on a bathing suit and go hang out in the sauna for an hour, you know, 
20 minutes after walking onto the cruise ship for the first time. So that was the day that I really had it to myself. And you and I were docked out of New York for those four months. And so I loved it because I'd be sitting looking at New York. And then as the ship would pull out of port, I'd be sitting in the sauna by myself, having a beautiful, warm time. And the Statue of Liberty would be floating by and Brooklyn would be floating by. And, you know, um, obviously the skyline of New York would slowly go into the distance. So it was actually quite a, quite a magical time to just sit there and relax by myself in the warmth while the world was sort of floating by outside my window. So that is definitely a memorable sauna. Now, remember when I lived in Thunder Bay for six weeks? Oh, yes. Yeah. I do. So sauna-ing if it is indeed called that or to sauna is really popular in that city. Now that Thunder Bay is a city that's very far north in Ontario. It's right on the border to Manitoba and it's on oh there's that fan. It's on um Lake Superior. Lake Superior. So quite north if you are ever inclined to look on a map. And I think I mentioned this on a previous episode. If you are on Twitter, follow at Lake Superior, which is a Twitter account from the perspective of the Lake Superior. Oh, really? Yeah, and so it's, it talks about itself, and it's really quite charming and That's funny. That's fun. Yeah. That's really fun. So Thunder Bay is on uh, a bay of Lake Superior. It's beautiful. The sunrises over the bay are gorgeous. Thunder Bay is such a wonderful city. Yeah, it really, really is. Thunder Bay is gorgeous. So there is a strong, very big Finnish population in Thunder Bay. From Finland, yeah. yes. The two biggest, um, there's many populations, I should say, up there. There's a strong Finnish population, a strong Italian population, and in fact, the show that I was doing was about Italians that, that lived there. Sure. And so it is known for having competing pancake houses of Finnish pancakes. And Finnish pancakes are very particular. They're quite big and very thin, almost like a crepe and a pancake have met. They're wonderful. And so people like to chime in on which pancake house is the best. Sure. Um, I hate to name one, but I, uh, Hoito, uh, most people claim is the original. Some people say it's the best. Others don't. I'm trying to remember the name of the other one that people, there's three. Yeah, there's three. I can't re- recall. And it mm. was a while ago. We don't even know if they're all open at this well, point. Well, Hoito actually had a fire, but it's, it's, um, been all rebuilt and oh, fantastic. it's had a resurgence. But uh, as far as I know... But, but how do pancakes bring us to saunas? I'm getting there. Okay. So there's Hoito. There's a place we can't remember. I want to say it's like the Pancake House or something, but I think it's a little bit more Finnish sounding than that. And then there's a place called Kangas. Do you remember Kangas? I do remember Kangas. So Kangas does two things. It's a place where you go to eat pancakes and sauna. Do you remember that? I do. So it's Kangas Pancakes and Saunas. And there's many, many individual sauna rooms. So you go and have 
a finished breakfast of pancakes, and then you hop on over with your bathing suit to the sauna rooms and sit in the sauna for a while. I yeah, can't and you, remember you if there's can anything rent else a, there. a private sauna for one, mm-hmm. one for two, or family sauna for four, if I'm not mistaken. And I think it is gender specific there as well, unless it's family. I think so. That's my memory of it. Now I have a question for you, Amanda. Yeah. What is the thing that makes a sauna great for you? Of course, the fan is off now. So um, not having a loud fan in a sauna is probably a big thing. But, you know, that's actually really hard. Uh, Give me a moment. I'll think about it. I I know you gave me a couple of seconds there. I still haven't really come up with what makes a great sauna how about you oh for me naked sweets no no i think what makes a good sauna is i like to have a large sauna because i was recently in a sauna with our good friend dale and her daughter edith Mm -hmm. and we were in the sauna where were you guys in a sauna it was for your birthday and remember we rented a swimming pool oh right and they had a sauna oh i forgot about that and so in order to dry off we're like we got out of the the pool and we mm-hmm. were actually waiting for you and Trevor to come in, but I don't know what you guys were doing. I didn't realize you did that. And we're like, okay, let's, let's sauna to dry off. Right. Cause the sauna will dry mm-hmm. you off. And I don't know what happened. It was a, it wasn't a large sauna, but I sat down on the toilet because the toilet was in the sauna room. Weird. Okay. Yeah. But that I was using that as my seat. I, as, as I sat down, the light went off the light, like the light blue. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was something I did. And so we were in the dark in the sauna, and it was odd because the light was still coming in from outside. Anyways, long story short, the light just ended up blowing, much like this fan keeps going on and off. But mm-hmm. it was just one of those things. But it was kind of tiny, and it felt cramped. And mm-hmm. I think for a sauna, you want it to feel that you could just kind of lie yourself down, and, and, and you have the opportunity to sit or lie or stay a little upright or whatnot so that's for me i actually like a pristine sauna a lot of saunas people have in hotels or wherever people have etched in their names or tic-tac-toe the one i was just in so something where the wood is is treated with respect a sauna that's been treated with respect you can feel it when you enter in Mm -hmm. um i certainly like heat you do like heat that's a big part of the sauna experience. Um, I think it's healthy to to be hot. It's I think it's healthy to sweat, and certainly healthy to stretch in the heat, mm-hmm. which is what I was doing uh, just a little while ago. Yeah, I think a, I think the design and the cleanness. I'm I'd like to go into one of those ones that looks like a barrel. Oh yes, there's some of those up north that I've seen. And like they're like it's like a barrel on its side. Yeah, and it's like a round circular. Yeah, I, I think I would really like one of those. But if it can get hot quickly, then it's the sauna for me. And if the wood looks really pristine and clean and beautiful, then that would be part of it too. Oh, I that's think. awesome! Yeah, yeah. Is it cedar that they use? I believe so. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because saunas have that sort of wood smell. And that's what I love. I love that wood smell. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going to do it, do it, you know? That's, sure. That's, that's how I feel about it. I'm trying to think if I've had any other saunas. You know where there's some amazing saunas is in the airport in Incheon in Korea. Oh, really? Yeah, they have a whole, like, spa area, and you can actually get a private room and just lay down 
it's just a simple, like, it's not really a bed. It's more of a, almost like a, almost like a massage table sure. that you can just kind of lay down if you've got a, a note, like a long layover there. But one of the things they have steam rooms and, and bathrooms and things like that. And they have saunas there as well, which is got to feel really good coming off of a flight, you know? Sure. I would think. Yeah, I would think so too. I'm trying to think of other saunas. And sometimes too, on a flight, you can get a bit dehydrated. So the sauna helps to bring moisture to you. Oh, wow. It's, it's a dry heat. But saunas. Are you thinking of steam room? Oh, steam rooms. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm thinking steam rooms. But but I do think that there's, I mean, the reason saunaing or saunaing, saunaing has been so popular over the you know centuries, mm-hmm. really, is because of that detoxifying way that allowing your body to just sit and sweat and sure. open the pores and all of that. I think there's there's mm-hmm. a lot of health benefits to that. I'm sure someone can report on better than us. But I it, do it is like a, a steam feeling. room. And oh, there's speaking the of there's a fan. My goodness. Um, Which just, do you prefer, a sauna or oh, a steam that's room? That's a good question. I do like a steam room. I yeah. gotta say, I do like it when it's all steamy and you're breathing in the steam and it's, there's a lot of moisture. Sometimes saunas are too hot for me, so I'm gonna go with steam room. Interesting. Yeah. Though I, like I do like all. splashing the water on the rocks of a sauna. A lot of them, they tell you not to do that. Oh, really? Yeah, I guess because then it makes it steamy. And it's oh. not meant to be a steam room. It's meant to be a dry heat, right? I guess. I guess you're right. So mm-hmm. what are you supposed to do? Just let the rocks be? I don't really know what the rocks... I don't know. Then the why significance is there water of the, near rocks. the rocks? Well, there wasn't in the one I was just in. But okay. yeah, I, I don't actually have an answer for that. Sure. And are they originally from Sweden? Do we know? Or it's just in all the Nordic countries? I think Nordic countries or cold countries because, mm-hmm. you know... Saunas are warm, especially in the cold time. Mm-hmm. Um, they just became popular, but I don't know who started the sauna. Well, I feel like it's interesting because there's a lot of similarities around the world for any country that has a cold climate. Like there, there are bathhouses, certainly Russian ones, but also the Turkish ones that we were in. Or what about like in Iceland? They have those. Um, they have hot springs. Hot springs, yeah. Yeah, which gives you a whole, usually a hot spring sort of park, mm-hmm. like the one they have in Iceland, the Blue Lagoon is the famous one. Um, they also will have saunas there. That's part of the whole experience. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bota Bota, which is an amazing spa immersive park like that in, I don't know, park, park might not be the word, but like outdoor spa kind of thing thing, that one's very interesting because it's pretty much right in montreal i mean it's on the harbor there in montreal in the saint lawrence on a boat that's where it gets its name and it's yeah it's called boat b-o-t-a b-o-t-a bota bota and it's a boat that's docked and all the spa rooms and things are on the boat and then there's an outside area of of hot pools and things like that and hammock rooms and so on but they have a huge sauna on that boat uh, that you can go in and you do sort of hot like cold plunges and hot hot plunges you know it's interesting whenever we mention things in cities Mm -hmm. we don't realize it but our listeners take that to heart and they go to these places and i've casually mentioned things with nitty in particular Mm -hmm. places we hadn't been and our listeners she went to a i think she 
she talked about a whole Russian bathhouse that yeah, she went to. Yeah, people went to it, and yeah. it was like it was kind of not. A, it was kind of a weird plaza where we went to a little strip mall, and mm-hmm. they enjoyed it. But um, they, you know, we get feedback from listeners. So, so I just want to say that you've been to Bota Bota, and you recommend. Oh, it. definitely. In Korea as well, there are some amazing bathhouses. It's a big part of bathhouses are a huge part of Korean culture. I see. And where my sister used to live in Chonan province, uh, Asun is the city. Right in that city is a gorgeous, huge hot spring and bathhouse. Um, beautiful. And they're inside and outside, and it's all natural hot springs as well. And I, I don't remember if there was a sauna in there or not, but certainly steam rooms, wow. certainly plunging pools and all of that. Really gorgeous experience. Sure. Sure. They're becoming more popular. Oh, there goes the, the fan. fan. My goodness. They're becoming more popular, I think. There's many in the city now. I sure, I assure our listeners I spent a good 10 minutes trying to figure out how to turn that fan off so it wouldn't disturb during the podcast my goodness so amanda just had a sauna let me ask you this are you gonna have a sauna tomorrow not we didn't talk anything about ottawa um well i guess i mentioned the glebe um but uh oh and i didn't i didn't finish telling you about this this museum i came across oh yeah so i'm walking the museum of saunas no, I wish. Could you imagine if there was a museum of saunas? I was walking towards the Glebe from downtown center, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, I see this dinosaur in the middle of this park. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm looking at this dinosaur. It's one of those plant-eating dinosaurs. I'm sorry for people who enjoy dinosaurs. I didn't, don't remember the name of it. And I'm like, this is a weird kind of sculpture to have here in the mm-hmm. middle of the city of Ottawa, dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Like, Ottawa's not known like as a as a dig area where they found bones or sure. anything to my knowledge, right? So I was kind of trying to figure it out, suss it out. And there was no like um children's playground that you could think, oh, the dinosaur right. is part of that. It was just kind of in the middle of like a busy road. And I look across the street and it looks like a castle, a really large structure that looks like a castle. Oh. And I'm like, what's that? And why is it directly across the street from this dinosaur? Right. Mm. So I'm like and it's a little bit far. You have to cross a pretty busy street. And I'm like, do I go over or do I just head to the Glebe where I wanted to go mm-hmm. to get coffee? And I'm like, I, I should check it out. So I go across the street. And right across the street from the dinosaur is the Museum of Na- of Nature, Natural History. Okay. Um, here in Ottawa. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And hence the, the dinosaurs across the street. Did you go in? No, I didn't because I wanted a coffee and I wanted to go to the Glebe. So the Glebe kind of- Did the uh, coffee and Glebe deliver? It was great. It was great because I had gone here, around here. There's a little street not far from us that has a lot of restaurants. And the cafes I went to, they all pulled double shots. And I wanted a single shot. Does everyone know what that means? Um, I think we've mentioned it before, but basically I wanted one shot of espresso in my cappuccino or latte, not two, and they couldn't provide it. So I went to the Glebe to a lovely little place. I think it was called 10 Little Toes. Now I don't remember. Wow. What a name. Maybe it wasn't 10 Little. Sounds delicious. No, it was 10 something. Okay. 10 Little something. I can't remember. Maybe it wasn't even called that, but it was really charming. I'll try to find out for next, next time. Um, and they made a fantastic coffee. Well, there you go. And that's the end of our episode too, Amanda. Mm. It became all about saunas, which I think is great. I know. I didn't see that coming. I um, 
I have to find the name of that third place in Thunder Bay, uh, the third pancake house. There's Hoito, Kangas, and I'll, I'll look up the other one for Fair next enough. time. So stay tuned till next time. Until mm-hmm. then, I hope you listen to this episode and, you know, drift it off gently to sleep. But if you are still listening and you have your favorite sauna, please let us know what it is. Um, email us, tweet us, or Instagram us at the insomnia project or listen and sleep until next time amanda's fading really quickly and fastly her eyes are closing we hope you were able to listen and sleep